You know this of old, Kapok growled at the men. This feeling, this rage, this passion, this fear. With it you have killed, with it you have tasted victory. Go with your brothers, prove your worth. This day the enemy are strong and many. This day, the day of the first great battle, you will earn your places in story, song and dance. The warriors looked at him with the hooded eyes of ruthless hawks. As one, they hefted their spears and followed the hunters. Fight well, Kapok, Demek said, his face a stone. Fight well, Demek, and if you must die, make sure it is glorious. Without another word, they touched knuckles and took their positions. And so it began, a sea of men crashing like waves, surging and swelling, their spears shards of hate that searched out their enemies' hearts. They charged and broke on the rocks of Demek and Kapok's men, the rocks with the foundation of desperation and faith. Once more Mugra shouted, and once more his men charged, and once more the hunters and warriors held firm. Like the stag, Demek yelled, and to a man without hesitation they broke their line and scampered away, running in erratic zigzags that confused the enemy. Now the mammoth! Demek called again. This time they broke into three groups that formed the tusks and the trunk. The manoeuvre was executed perfectly, the tusks ripping into the enemy, and then, in the centre, the men who formed the trunk stabbed into the heart of the herd. Mugra's men were confused. They had never faced such a tactic. Now the hare! Demek ordered above the clamour. Around him, his men scattered, apparently disappearing into the scant cover. Then he heard Kapok's voice clearly. Break them! he said simply and calmly. His men formed around him, and they ran, heads down, clubs raised into Mugra's men. Blood splashing, bones cracking, the sound of pain, the groans of despair. It had been going well for Demek and Kapok, but now, the night closing in, they felt spent. They could no longer shout orders. They no longer had the energy to whisper. They fought in near silence, each man shoulder to shoulder. With incredulity, Demek noted that he had lost no men. Desperately, they fought against the enemy and the cold. Desperately, they hung on, rasping, gasping, gulping, great lungfuls of air, every muscle standing proud, painful and tearing. A gloating moon swung across the sky, its face dimming the darkness and entrancing the land. It stopped, a gap, a bright, bold blister of light that sprinkled itself upon the plain. The grass, once green, then black, now white, glared up at the moon, an expression of indifference, faith, and fulfilment causing the trees to sway, their branches rustling. The moon reached its zenith, skimming the hills, skirting the mountains, until it reached its destination, the place of devotion and sanctity. Calmly, caressing the clouds and casting its pale shadow, it stopped, hanging for a moment, a breath of time. A whisper of eternity it joined with the dawn and kissed the edge of the world, blessing the new day. Together, sun and moon hung, sharing the same time, the same space, the same heartbeat of infinity. Then the sky exploded. All the pastel shades of dawn lit up the heavens, 
all the blushing oranges, purples, crimsons, and yellow sunshades of dawn's birth, joined with the dying moon hues of purple and blue, silver and violet, that heralded the end of the night. Below the sun and the moon, on a distant plain, cold and barren, man fought man. In their fighting, in the blood that soaked into the earth, in the sun and the moon's blessings, they made something happen. Deep within the heart of the universe, something made sense, and everything was in place and perfect. In that fleeting moment, when one spear hit one man and killed him, when one club collided with another, when the sun and the moon exchanged blessings and glanced at the land, a deep magic stirred and caused the scurrying creatures to take notice.